Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, its light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. 14, mission two, San Jose From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome back to Total SF in Exile, Heather Knight, and we have nothing to promote. <laughs> Hello, good to see you. Yeah, no uh, no movie night, nothing to promote. Yay, but we did have an awesome movie night. We can reverse promote. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We have some good news this time, but the subject of this podcast is Quarantine House SF. Heather, do you want to explain the rules? Yes, so we're each going to draft style pick the five San Francisco people who are famous that you would have heard of um, that we would want to be quarantined with during shelter in place above anybody else. We cannot pick our family or friends unless those friends happen to be famous. I don't have famous friends, but um, we're going to go back and forth picking our top five. Can we pick colleagues? I think you can pick someone well-known at the Chronicle who the regular San Franciscan would recognize. Next question. If you pick someone and they are a billionaire, do you get (laughs) Uh, their support staff and mansion? I feel like we might be thinking of the same person. Um, You definitely get their mansion because that can be your quarantine house. I don't think you get all the support. Hmm, That's a good question. What do you think? I think we need to discuss this when the pick (laughs) comes up. And, um, I think this could get a little dicey because I think we're going to have some of the same people. Yeah. Okay, I know who I'm putting first. And I get to go first. Uh, And you get to go first. Ladies first. Ladies first. That's fine. Um, I have to say that this is inspired very heavily by Rollover Easy hosts uh, Christopher Bunting and Luke Spray, who did a hilarious, the best of the kind of Twitter, what quarantine houses would you pick? Yeah, that was awesome. Except... What we're not doing that they did is include like a killer animal or serial killer in every house. <laughs> yes. They had like the Zodiac killer in one and then like the Pier 39 seals and the bison. It was very funny. They had a live um, or dead and we're just doing a live. Yeah, we're doing live and we're doing people we actually want in our house. Uh, Heather, I think this is going to be fun. I'm Peter Hartlaw. I'm Heather Knight. And this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Okay, so we're picking our quarantine houses, Heather. Um, you've got a competitive look in your eye. <laughs> I'm kind of a competitive person. Yeah, um, so I'm getting a little stressed about that and, and uh, what's going to happen to our friendship. But first, uh, <laughs> inside out, everybody who came to our movie night, thank you so much. I was worried about this. We had never done a virtual movie night before. Um, there were a lot of moving parts, and... I thought it just went so fantastic. It was awesome. We had so much fun. We were tweeting up a ton, and it um, 
really took off and people were so engaged. The best part of the night was that hashtag SF ruins pizza started trending nationally and then people got confused as to why and were totally waging a defense of pizza from San Francisco. That was awesome. Um, we started off, we had like, it was totally clear what we were doing. Pixar's Pete Doctor and Jonas Rivera recorded a video for us. We had kind of teased it in the last podcast. Yeah, that was so cool. Super cool. Great night. Everybody's making awesome pizzas and pillow forts all during the movie. People are like saying funny things and it just, it felt like we were together. It, yeah, it was, it was cool. awesome. And then, as you said, it started trending. Uh, and then I loved it because I got up in the morning, and the first part was when people started not knowing that we had done a movie night and just thought that it was some hashtag because people didn't like SF Pizza. Yeah. So they're defending SF Pizza, which was kind of cool. And then by the time I got up in the morning, um, there were uh, people who were like hardcore conspiracy theorists and are like talking about like Pizzagate and I mean it got <laughs> really really weird um, but uh, did not kill the night at all I thought it was fantastic people was were so, so fun. funny so let's do it again yes okay. we are considering what we're going to show as we speak yeah um, so we'll announce that at some point um, and a little bit of good news this week you had a very very good news column <laughs> I thought uh, it was especially good news um if you are a beneficiary of um, some awesome steak. Yes. So um, usually what people are getting at the food bank are, you know, like canned goods or apples or rice, pretty, you know, everyday type of food. Um, The need has gone up tremendously. There are 19,000 more households requesting food from the food bank than there were just three weeks ago. Uh Um, But the good news was that a uh, um a ranch in Idaho called Snake River Farms uh, usually sells its Wagyu beef, which is super expensive, to um, high-end restaurants. But obviously, those are all closed, so they had nowhere to send this fancy steak. So they donated $2 million worth of steak, 35000 steaks, which um, were trucked to the Bay Area and are being handed out this week at food pantries and food banks all over San Francisco. And I saw photos of them. I mean, these are, were some really good-looking steaks. Yeah. Um, so, very good story. I, I did a story on um, uh, Brian Stokely, who we've uh, kind of interacted with on Twitter, and he came and visited me at the Chronicle once. And he came to me last year with this flag design. And I told him at the time, I'm like, I think it's really cool that you're designing a San Francisco flag. The current San Francisco flag, we all agree, is atrocious. Um, but I told him, I'm like, well, you know, Heather and I had talked about maybe somewhere down the line doing some kind of contest. And he's like, I'm totally cool with that. I just, I'm working on the best flag I can do. Anyway, he creates this flag and asks a few people, Hey, do you want to on Twitter? Hey, do you want to order one too? He gets 31 orders. There's a Phoenix on the flag. So it kind of symbolizes like the rebirth of San Francisco and they've got them flying out there as like this coronavirus, we will survive, San Francisco will be better than ever type of thing. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And I just got a text from him and he got, uh, my story came out today and he got over a hundred more orders. Oh, maybe <laughs> so I you, should order one. Yeah. So if you see these flags, they're gray on top, gold on the bottom with an old school phoenix. It's actually, he traced the phoenix from the 1900 San Francisco flag. 
Um, that's a symbol that we're going to come back. And um, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Upbeat. Good news. Yay. Yeah. So quarantine houses, we're going to be sheltering in place for a little bit longer, even though the flea markets are open. (laughs) And um, um, so we're going to pick our quarantine houses. Mm -hmm. You've set the rules out. I think we should just go. Um, I'm really afraid you're going to pick one of mine first. (laughs) But uh, and how many are we going to do? Do you want to do like five each? Five each, couple maybe five each with a couple of alternates. Okay. All right, no, you're number one. Okay, I'm gonna get this person out of the way because you mentioned the word billionaire. I'm gonna live with Mark Benioff. He is a five time over billionaire, which means like anytime we want takeout, he's obviously gonna foot the bill. And he has not only could we opt to. Um, hunker down on the Ohana floor, 61st floor of the Salesforce Tower, but we could also choose between that and his mansion in Seacliff. So it'd be very cushy digs, whichever place we go. He's very thoughtful and generous. And so I feel like I could just read something in the paper and be like, oh, this business is in danger of closing or this restaurant is going belly up or these people really need help. These people just lost their jobs. And I would just tell him and he would just fix it. It would be so gratifying. Okay. First of all, you stole mine. I shouldn't have tipped you (laughs) off with my billionaire question because it was clear I wasn't going to be living with Jack Dorsey. Um, Great pick. I have interviewed him. I think very highly of him. I think, you know... He, his his heart's in, always in the right place, and there are all those other benefits. You got to know, though, the guy's like, he's a busy guy, and he's got a little bit of the thing that I have, that kind of ADHD thing where not super focused. I don't think you're going to get Mark Benioff doing a lot of the dishes. I don't think he's <laughs> going to follow your chore chart, Heather, <laughs> once it gets going. He's probably going to have a lot of Zoom calls. If you've ever tried to schedule... A meeting with Mark Benioff, it's like weeks away in a really narrow window that keeps mm-hmm. shifting. Mm-hmm. So there could be some downsides to this too. Yeah, but there are five billion upsides. <laughs> okay. Um, my number one, and uh, we said that we could pick pairs. Okay. I am picking Hunter Pence and his wife, Alexis. Okay. Oh, he was going to be on my list. I thought you might grab him. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Hunter Pence, he's upbeat. He's fun. He'd be doing like yoga and keeping things active. Um, He's fantastic. Such a great San Francisco presence. I just think like, you know, I'm so glad he's back on the team. But even if he wasn't on the team anymore, I always thought like Hunter Pence is someone who's always going to kind of be part Mm -hmm. of the city. I mean, we fell in love with him and I feel like it was mutual. Here's the here's here's the 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 secret weapon though here his wife Alexis have you watched any of her videos she does cooking videos and let's get Lexi is her oh I have to check this out it's a video series and she's a great cook she's super fun um, together they're like this adorable upbeat couple and um, a lot of her a lot of her videos are cooking videos and mm-hmm. she just like cooks comfort food constantly. Um, the two of them together, I think, would be the perfect roommates. So Hunter and Alexis Pence are my number one pick. Okay. And I can't believe you stole uh, Mark (laughs) Benioff from me. You're stuck with Jack Dorsey. Um, (laughs) 
My number two is going to be Ali Wong. I think we need laughter and comedy these days. Um, She's hilarious. I just finished her new book, which I love. Love her Netflix specials. Um, She's just so sarcastic and dry and funny, and I think she would um, definitely keep us laughing. So she's my number two. Um, Always Be My Maybe, uh, very much a San Francisco presence. I would, like, maybe argue with you that she's technically a Los Angeles resident. I I don't know if she has a home up here, but I'm not even going to argue it because I don't want you to pick someone else and she was not (laughs) on my list. Although it's a great pick. I I do want a comedian. Well, she's here a lot because she's always signing her own books at Green Apple Bookstore. Okay. Which also gives her a plus in my book. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I will allow it. Um, My number two is uh, Mythbusters star Adam Savage. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I have been to his cave, and uh, it's somewhere near his home in the Mission District. Um, he's a mythbuster. He's a maker. Um, he's constantly making things. I feel like I'm probably not going to have a doctor there, but um, if there's anybody who's not a doctor who would be comfortable performing an emergency surgery on me with mm-hmm. the tools available, like I know Adam Savage could do a tracheotomy. Um, he, he cooks, he makes stuff, he fixes stuff. He's got a lot of energy. Um, I've interviewed him about a half dozen times and he's on my all time Mount Rushmore of interviews. He's just a generous interview. Um, you come with a photographer and he starts chatting up the photographer about their lenses. He just has all this esoteric knowledge, but he's not a bore. Adam Savage is my number two. That's solid. I like it. He was not on my list. Okay, my number three is going to be Michael Franti. He's super chill, like probably the chillest guy in San Francisco. He's an excellent musician. I love his songs. He would just, I'm just picturing him playing the guitar and singing like all the time and lifting our spirits. And he would not be the kind of roommate who has a chore chart. I don't have a chore chart for my little kids. Like, um, I think everyone should just like, you know, do their share, but not be bossy about it. And I can't imagine him ever being bossy he would just be like relaxed I'm gonna call you on that a little bit I mean I believe you that you don't have a chore chart but you're a very organized person I just think and I don't know Michael Franti you know what his recreational interests are but (laughs) if you have a musician who's like starts smoking weed while you're doing a zoom (laughs) podcast with you know a BART board member how's that gonna go I think the BART board members would be down. Okay. They see a lot worse on BART. Okay. All right. That's a good one. Do you have a favorite Michael Franti song that you're going to ask him to play <laughs> before uh, bedtime every night? Say Hey, I Love You. That's my favorite. Nice. All right. Good one. Um, my next pick is someone who is probably not on your list, but when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, I should have had her on my list. Uh, Rennell Brooks-Moon. Oh, you're right. I did not, but I should have had her on my list. Delightful San Francisco native. um, Grew up daughter of the first African-American principal in San Francisco. um, Has just this really good core. Um, I know that she would be uh, a fun person to be around, but also, you know, like if I had a problem, like I feel like I could go to Rennell. Yeah, she'd be very reassuring. 
Yeah, she'd organize like fun stuff. She'd MC things. There's gonna be like <laughs> six of us in this house, but she'd like MC our little six person <laughs> gatherings. Um, just delightful. Like works out. Be a good workout partner. Mm-hmm. I think. Rennell, Hunter Pence, and I could go on like social distancing walks together. I just, I feel like <laughs> Rennell would be a cheerful, fantastic, upbeat uh, presence in my house. And and I see jealousy in your eyes right now over I am Skype. a little jealous. Yes, that is an excellent call. Um, I like it. I think both of our houses are shaping up quite nicely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I knew I wanted a chef on my list for obvious reasons, but I knew I didn't want like a fancy chef. I mm-hmm. think in a quarantine house, you're just going to want like good comfort food that's not like a special occasion type of dinner. So this person isn't as well known as some other San Francisco chefs, but her name is Sharon Ardiana, and she is the owner of Giolina, the pizza place in Glen Park that I love, as well as Ragazza and an Ardiana. And mm-hmm. she's all about um, Italian wood-fired pizza and Mediterranean food, pasta, salads, just um, very good, comforting food that I would want to be eating on a regular basis. Nice. What is a what is a favorite dish? What what is a, like? It's your birthday, Michael. Franti's. I do go there every night on my birthday. So you know, Michael Franti's like singing you happy birthday. <laughs> Mark Benioff's on a Zoom call, like you know, buying a, another, uh, <laughs> dot com. What is she making for you on your birthday? Heirloom tomato and bacon pizza. And she always has great salads on the menu that change, you know, according to what's in season, I would get some wine. Um, she does a great dish called the Italian picnic, which is like the spread of salamis and other, um, Italian meats with uh, cheese and dried fruit and uh, flatbread. I would just eat all of it. Uh All right. Good one. Um, You should have picked her last because I don't know who she is. Yeah, that's true. I could take one of yours right now. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with, uh, and and I've got a few on my list who are pretty tight, but um, I'm going to go next with Jeffrey Tumlin. The oh, I meant to put him on my list and then I forgot. Director um, who we had a wonderful podcast with that no one will ever hear because it was right before all the shelter in place. <laughs> yes. And we heard about his fantastic um, early story in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then he agreed to do Total Muni 2020 with us, which sounds like like so far away now. Like, yeah. we're, we're not going to all get on a muni bus together voluntarily for another three years. Oh but um, it was one of my favorite podcasts and certainly my favorite podcast that's never been published. <laughs> so. But he, he's he's like a practical guy. Uh-huh. Um, he's very funny. He's very funny. He's dry. Um, he calls it like he sees it. Calls it like he sees it. Dresses really well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, puts on a tie in the morning where I'm mm-hmm. like in basketball shorts right now for the second time in a week on a work day and um uh dry funny practical down to earth would not shirk any responsibilities in my oh, house no. uh-uh. and and someone i can bike with uh mm-hmm. he's a bicyclist who doesn't have a car so i just don't see any downside with him i don't see him like being a a, a bad quarantine roommate no i think so. that's a great call um he would definitely uh 
I think he would probably post funny things about you on Twitter. Yeah. But His I'm social right media that. game is really strong. Very, very strong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what number are we on now? We're on five. And we'll, oh, have, my gosh. we'll each do two quick alternates after we okay. do our five. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick someone who was involved in our virtual movie night. Um, this person is hilarious, up for anything. I'm going to pick Susie Loftus. She it, she ran for district attorney. She lost, and now she's on the DCCC. Um, she's an attorney, obviously, and has three kids. She's a mom, so she would totally have the like keeping the household in order thing going. But she's what I'm picking her for is that she has a great personality. She is very funny. She dances a lot, which would be fun. She danced on my old podcast, San Francisco City Insider, to Paula Abdul, <laughs> Two Steps Forward. Well, how's that song go? Two, Two steps, steps forward, forward, one step back. <laughs> yeah, something, she danced to that on video. Opposites attract. I'm not done, Heather. <laughs> Sorry, that's oh, my your dog. Dog's my dog's my dog your does dog not like my singing. Paula Ripley. Abdul. Ripley Municipal Heartlob. Stop that. <laughs> Ripley knows she's getting a bath, so she's... <laughs> I think she just likes Paula Abdul. So, Susie Loftus, you're making a good case. Yeah, and she... Um, She's very funny on social media. She's been doing a lot of TikTok videos with her daughters. And she just, she's not the kind of politician who's reserved and only fun when nobody's looking. She's fun when everybody's looking. So that's why I think she would be a good roommate. Cool. Good one. Um, I loved that, you know, of the three things that we ask people to do, make a pillow fort, make a pizza, and dress up as your emotion um, a lot of people did the pillow forts. A lot of people did um, the pizza. And really nobody dressed up except Susie <laughs> Loftus and her kids. And she totally just, like, like put herself out there, um, you know, no hesitation. Her kids were really into it. It was just really fun to see her. I don't know her that well. When I saw that, I'm like, okay, now I'm a fan. So, yeah. Uh, good pick. You've got a good-looking house here. I'm looking at Benioff Wong, the Sharon who cooks pizza, <laughs> Michael Franti, and Susie Loftus. That's this not a bad mix. It's like that's like a good game of risk going on. <laughs> you know, I could just see the the six of you around a puzzle, a thousand. It'd be like a puzzle. great dinner party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Um, okay, my f- number five, and uh, I've got like so many I want right now but my number five is I want one musician there and I'm going to pick Chuck Prophet mm-hmm. um, San Francisco musician I like that he has like 30 songs that I like there's like a three album run um, his uh, Temple Beautiful and, and Night Surfer are, are a couple of my favorites um, sings about San Francisco he's like kind of this bard of San Francisco um, but he's a low-key, chill guy. He's famous, but he hasn't gotten so famous that like I'm going to have to wait on him. I feel <laughs> like he's going to pitch in. He's going to be like working on songs, working on the next gig. Um, really just a cool guy to hang out with. He came yeah. on the podcast, and we hung out before and after. Um, nice guy, loves the city, uh, chill guy and like I said his songs are just you know he's he's the the, the bard of the city um, I like it I love all the stuff he does so that's going to round out my house having Chuck Prophet there awesome do you want to pick two alternates um 
I had Bevan Dufty in the running. Similar reasons to Susie, just super nice guy. He's on the BART board, former supervisor. You know him well from Family Connections. Um, just like always sunny. He knows everybody. He's sup- he gets along with like from the most conservative San Franciscan to the most crazy out there, lefty San Franciscan. He just gets along with everybody. So if there was any dispute in the house, he would be like a good mediator and kind of calm everybody down. Um, so he was on my list. Also, I was... Um, looking at Dr. Grant Colfax, the head of the public health department, because he is very sensible, knows what's going on, is the one calling a lot of the shots on um, the fact that we would have to be in a quarantine house (laughs) in the first place. And so he would, um, for two reasons, he would keep us healthy, make sure the house is sanitized and clean and stuff. But also I would get a lot of scoops from being his roommate. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I like how you're thinking that way, because I'm not thinking that way. I, I'm sure Audrey will be very happy you're thinking that way. I am not thinking about um, about reporting, um, but uh, good ones. My, my alternates are, um, I really liked uh, Janice Lee. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be super fun. Mm-hmm. Rick Welts, I thought, would oh, be a really good roommate. I didn't think of him. And he's, I think, living mostly in Sacramento, but he's got a place here, so he counts... Um, Leah Garchik's on my list, but I think if I'm going to pick two, um, Paolo Lucchese, I think would be a fantastic, our former food editor. I'm hesitant to pick anybody at the Chronicle now because that could get, you know, I don't want anybody to think they were left out. Um, but Salejo would be great. Mm -hmm. But Paolo Lucchese, um, he cooks, he talks about food. He's a smart guy. I really like him a lot. He's so so sweet. And I think my other alternate would probably be Rick Welts. Yeah, um, that makes sense. He'd be there too. Rick is the nicest guy. Okay. Any people who you don't want in your quarantine <laughs> house? And I'll go first if you're scared about this one. Well, I already said, but my number one don't want to have is Jack Dorsey. If we're going to think about billionaires, he is the CEO of Square and Twitter. He posts the most crazy things um, on his social media account. Like he... Um, posted about how he went to, I think it somewhere, oh gosh, what country was it? Somewhere in Asia. And he did some retreat where he sat, sat cross-legged the whole time for like 10 days. And he just wrote all about that. I just think he would drive me crazy. He soaks in an infrared sauna. He posts all the time about how many hours he sleeps at night, how much he weighs down to like the ounce. I just yeah. find him irritating. And I don't think he would be nearly as generous as Mark Benioff with his billions because he fought against the passage of Prop C to donate a small percentage of his earnings to help homeless people. So, Jack, you are not welcome in my quarantine house. I, I feel like um, Mark Benioff, if you ordered, like, you know, a pizza special from Amici's, he'd like be down with that and come and eat with it. And I would think like if you brought Amici's into the house, Jack Dorsey might be like putting some like room ionizers to get the gluten. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, My two are people, I don't dislike them personally, but uh, Jello Biafra, the uh, Mm -hmm. lead singer of the Dead Kennedys, he's great in like a 45 minute dose, but um, not a guy I'd want. 24 7 because he's always on um, mm-hmm. and there's there's people that are always on that i'm not sure if i'd want i don't know him really well i really like like matt haney's dedication 
but I feel like just reading his Twitter account, there's all these, <laughs> like, there's always something that he's mad about, and it's sometimes something that seems completely random. So I just feel like he'd be, like, walking around the house and, like, who left the sock here, and, you know, <laughs> and, and, like, measuring, you know, in the, in the in the refrigerator to make sure I'm not taking too much of the <laughs> butter tray space or whatever. So I don't know the guy. I mean, he seems like a great guy, but, but that's... <laughs> it's funny that's... because he's, in per- in person, he's really relaxed-seeming. Like, I think he would actually be friends with Michael Franti, but I agree with you that he's always mad about something. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, I'd vote for him to be my supervisor. I don't live in San Francisco. I don't cover politics, so I think I can say that. Like, it's nothing against him as a supervisor. These are actually qualities that I think are good in a District 6 supervisor that I just wouldn't want with a roommate. Um, um, I'm going to name one now, though, Heather, that you're going to be really mad that neither of us took. Nobody took Steph Curry. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, he lives in Atherton. No, he moved to San Francisco. He's at least got a place in San Francisco. He might have two houses. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think his wife would actually be a good addition. That would be a good couple pair. I thought about them, but I picked Hunter Pence and Alexis Pence, and I felt like the like chef athlete thing. I already had that covered. Yeah. So, um, so this was fun. Yes, I just wanted to add one thing, which was that I considered city hall people and the mayor, as well as all eleven board of supervisors. I don't think I'd want to live with any of them. Really? Yeah. Like he said about Supervisor Haney, they're all well intentioned and working hard, but uh, I don't think they'd be that fun. And I want to say that um, I didn't mention Bevan Dufty or my aunt Susan Leal because I figured they're family and that was against the rules. But Bevan okay. and Susan would both be fantastic roommates. I have actually lived with Susan when I moved back to San Francisco in 1999, um, and uh, it was fantastic. I had to do a lot of dishes. We had a you know. Did we she had have boundaries. a chore chart? She didn't have a chore chart, but I. I, I tried to just pull my weight. Um, yeah. I don't know if I did it, but they were very generous, uh, my aunt and her wife. So, um, But I did not put them on it because they were family. Yeah. So good job. Yay. Quarantine house. Um, <laughs> I hope we get out of our houses someday soon. Oh, you know not, who we didn't think of on the who? not want to live with list? Who? Former judge, Quentin Cox. Quentin Cox. <laughs> I don't want to live with him. Okay. He is the crankiest curmudgeon. I've ever met. Okay, but my letters from him are a lot nicer (laughs) than your letters from him. (laughs) He does not like me, and he makes it very clear. So if there were some draft where one of us had to live with Quentin Cobb, I would I would jump on that grenade. Okay, I had, cool. I, had a, I called him once and talked to him for an hour, and I could have talked to him for another hour. I want to get him on oh the podcast. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> have fun with that. I hope he's healthy and safe <laughs> and well, Quentin Cobb. Yes, and, I hope he is too, but I don't want to live with him. And writing a letter to both of us right now. Um, good job, Heather. Good to see you again. Good you job too. on Inside Out. Let's do another movie. We will. We'll announce it soon. Hold your May. Don't don't book anything too exciting for May. <laughs> All of May. Hold your May. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening. Darling, it's 2 a.m. It's time for closing. The cops, they're all sideways. And I think you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to Heather Knight. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. 
Now more than ever, support Total SF and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for a Chronicle membership at www.sfchronicle.com slash pod. <laughs>